Compliance Requirements for Indian Startups by Sketchnote The startup landscape in India is growing at a breakneck speed. According to the Government of India, India has the third largest startup ecosystem in the world with a year-on-year growth rate of 15% since 2018. It's safe to say that the country has become a global startup hub now. And while ease of doing business has been on the government's mind since the launch of the Make in India campaign, there are certain legal requirements every startup in the country must comply with. These compliances are important to function legally, and startups need to be aware of trying to push off dealing with these requirements for later stages of the business. Why do you need to adhere to compliances, and what happens if you don't? Business compliance refers to a company adhering to all the regulations and laws of the land while managing all different aspects and actors involved in their business activity. The biggest need for sticking to this requirement is to avoid criminal charges such as penalties or even the possibility of imprisonment for entrepreneurs responsible for business activities. Besides getting into trouble with the law, facing constant charges for non-compliance can cause the company's public image to take a beating it can also lead your core customer base to start believing your product and startup as being deceptive or fraudulent complying with internal requirements such as minimum wages maternity leave employee protection etc also simultaneously impacts the employee's satisfaction and well-being thus improving the company's overall productivity This can become a great asset for a firm trying to secure its workers. What are the required compliances according to regulatory bodies? To compete in a specific market, companies need to abide by the law of the country that they are based in. And it's always best to start at the very first step with registering and incorporating your startup the right way. Compliance is a matter of habit. The sooner you start adhering to it, the better you get into the mindset of sticking to it at every step. So, in this article, let's get into further detail about the must-known requirements of the legal system supporting this booming startup ecosystem in India. 1. Choose what type of business you want to establish. In India, there are several structures you can choose to register as. Depending on whether you wish to found your startup as a private limited company or an LLP or a partnership the different rules and regulations will vary Once you work towards registering your company you must keep a list of compliances handy so your adherence schedule and timetable don't go awry These are the different recognized types of businesses you can establish and the corresponding set of rules that you need to follow One person company Companies Act 2013 Private Limited Company Companies Act 2013 Partnership Firm Partnership Act 1932 Limited Liability Partnership Limited Liability Partnership Act 2008 2 Register your startup Once the type of business structure you wish to establish has been locked in it's time to register yourself as a legitimate business Be warned that the procedure to register your organization will vary depending on the choice you've previously made. You may need professional assistance in order to ease the process. 2.2 Registering with Startup India. The Startup India initiative is an initiative by the Indian government 
to support its entrepreneurs. This is an excellent choice for all new startups trying to get into this thriving market. You can be recognized as a startup by the Department for Promotion and Industry and Internal Trade (DPIIT) by simply registering online. The platform is looking to promote innovation in the country, allowing companies to access several incentives and economic benefits such as tax exemptions, all in order to boost businesses. Read more about registering your startup in this initiative in the article. 3. Licenses specific to your business sector. Once you have registered your startup, it's time to look at compliances that are specific and applicable only to the activity they are carrying out. Let's take an example here. Say your business is a restaurant. Besides having to register yourself as one, you will also need licenses such as the food safety license or the prevention of food adulteration law. This is something that a retail store selling clothes won't need. The important thing to know about these licenses is that they are mandatory and what allows businesses to operate legally. If a company fails to obtain these licenses required to run a company in their sector, it can be liable to face legal sanctions, penalties or fines. 4. Company law compliances. The next set of compliances that a registered company must follow is concerned with meetings with board members, filling of important forms, auditing information and creating reports. Here's a breakdown of these mandatory compliances. 4.1 Annual General Meeting AGM It's a mandatory meeting of the stakeholders that has to be held once a year within 6 months of the financial year's closing. and can't exceed 15 months between meetings however the first agm must be held within 9 months from the conclusion of the first financial year the session's agenda will cover points such as the approval of financial statements the appointment of auditors declaration of dividends etc 4.2 board meetings the first of these meetings must take place within 30 days of the company's establishment There should be four meetings every financial year that should take place no more than 120 days or 3 months between each other. At least two directors or one third of the total number of directors should be in attendance at these board meetings. 4.3 Appointment of Auditor. Within 30 days of the company's incorporation in the first board meeting, the first statutory auditor of the company should be appointed. The company auditor will finalize the annual accounts and make sure that the organization is providing accurate details of its financial status. The succeeding auditors would be established in an AGM and could be appointed for up to 5 years, although it should be approved by the stakeholders every year in the AGM. The applicant has to file the ADT1 form for a 5-year appointment. 4.4 Other mandatory forms e-forms filing requirements e-form inc 20a declaration for commencement of business e-form aoc 4 financial statements e-form mgt 7a annual returns for small company opc e-form dir 12 appointment or resignation of directors e-form dir 3 kyc 
डिरेक्टर केवाईसी सबमिशन ई फॉर्म एम जी टी फोर्टीन फाइलिंग ऑफ रेजोल्यूशन विथ एम सी ए ई फॉर्म डी पी टी थ्री रिटर्न ऑफ डिपॉजिट्स डायरेक्टर्स रिपोर्ट ऑल कंपनीज आर रिक्वायर्ड टू प्रिपेयर अ बोर्ड रिपोर्ट विथ ऑल द इन्फॉर्मेशन रिक्वायर्ड अंडर सेक्शन वन थ्री फोर विथ ऑल डिटेल्स रिगार्डिंग द कंपनीज कंडीशन ऑपरेशन ड्यूरिंग द फाइनेंशियल ईयर डिविडेंड डेक्लेशन नेट प्रॉफिट कॉपोरेट सोशल रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी स्टैंडर्ड्स एक्सेट्रा फोर पॉइंट सिक्स मेंटेनेंस ऑफ स्टैचुटरी रजिस्टर्स एंड बुक्स ऑफ अकाउंट्स there are specific registers and records that every company must keep regular track of to ensure that the business is functioning systematically and efficiently these are the registers established as mandatory for companies to demonstrate their state of affairs register of the company register of members register of directors and key managerial personnel register of charges register of renewed and duplicate share certificates register of employee stock options register of shares other securities bought back statutory books referring to the specific records of shareholders managers and meetings held by the company 4.7 circulation of financial statement and other relevant documents the financial statement is an annual document approved by the auditor of the company that is meant to inform the stakeholders about the company's financial situation with this information about the business performance the stakeholders can ponder whether to invest more in the startup or not this document should be sent along with the director's report and the auditor's report at least 21 days before the annual general meeting 5 taxation compliances these are the tax related compliances that must be followed filing income tax returns tax audit reports tds returns and assessment of tax liability income tax act 1961 registration of establishment under the gst act and filing monthly quarterly and annual returns gst act 2017 5.1 exemptions in the beginning startups in india can access some privileges in order to boost their growth ltcg exemption from tax on long term capital gains under section 54 ee of the income tax act startups can be exempt from the ltcg tax if the long term capital gains invested are part of the fund notified to the government within 6 months from the initial transfer date other conditions should be met such as the investment not surpassing rupees 50 lakhs exemption from tax on investments above their fair market value the government accepts the exemption of the taxes for eligible startups on investments above the fair market value including investments done by resident angel investors family or funds that are not venture capital funds exemption from tax for individuals huf on ltcg from equity shareholding this act allows the exemption from tax on long term capital gains on the sale of a residential property only if those earnings are invested in the small or medium enterprises defined under the micro small and medium enterprises act 2006 or other suitable startups 
This means that an individual or HUF could apply for this exemption if it sells a residential property and invests that capital gained to subscribe to an eligible startup's 50% or more equity shares. There is a 5-year period from the acquisition date in which the share can't be sold or transferred to be qualified for the tax exemption. 3-year tax holiday within the first 10 years. Under section 80 IAC of the Income Tax Act any startup incorporated after April 1, 2016 can avail of a 100% tax rebate on its profits for 3 years out of the first 10 years beginning from the year of incorporation however if the company's annual turnover exceeds rupees 100 crore the tax rebate won't be available only a private limited company or a limited liability partnership can apply for this exemption 6 intellectual property rights ipr compliances startups base a significant part of their success on innovation creativity and individuality they create a business that aims to bring something new to the world a product or a service or a process it is crucial for startups to protect their intellectual property rights involved in developing their business there are several actions startups can take to protect their assets like non disclosure agreements copyrights trademarks or patents one helpful tool for this is the startups intellectual property protection sipp launched by the indian government it facilitates the legal registration process of these assets through registered facilitators in ip offices by only paying the statutory fees 7 labor laws compliances startups have to comply with the legalities of labor that come with becoming an active business these laws are meant to protect workers against the potential abuse of their employers with regulations such as the minimum wage maternity leave or protection against sexual harassment in the workplace they are also an instrument to keep both parties accountable for their actions some important laws that must be followed are the employee state insurance act 1948 employee provident fund scheme 1952 maternity benefit act 1961 this includes the obligation to comply with the sexual harassment of women at workplace prevention prohibition and redressal act 2013 payment of wages 1936 minimum wages act 1948 contract labor regulation and abolition act 1970 and interstate migrant workmen regulation of employment and conditions of service act 1979 the industrial disputes act 1947 aka id act trade union act 1926 eight compliances of contractual obligations every business has contracts that ensure the adherence of several agreements between actors involved in the functioning of the company such as clients employees or vendors these agreements are documented and formalized in legally binding contracts that both parties must follow establishing contracts for example non disclosure agreements is also a great way to avoid future scenarios where the business can be compromised 9 event based compliances event based compliances are usually one time requirements that happen as a result of a specific change such as a change of director 
a new registered office address etc the government of india has established that the following event based compliances must be notified and registered by private limited companies change in registered office address inc 22 form change in director or kmp dir 12 form alteration in share capital sh7 form filing of resolutions and agreements mgt 14 form allotment of shares pas 3 form conversion of private limited company into a public company inc 27 form intimation of change in particulars of director dir 6 form return of deposit dpt 3 form companies must meet deadlines to avoid penalties in conclusion there are many laws and regulations to be followed and it can get a little bit overwhelming however it's essential to make sure that your startup complies with them in its early days to ensure that the business will run smoothly and systemically we hope this article has cleared many doubts although we advise you to look for professional legal help to assist you in this process and avoid mistakes good luck